Hello, hello, hello. How is everybody? Welcome. Welcome. Good evening. <laughs> it is afternoon, Paul. Anyway. Depends on where you're at. That's a valid point. That's a valid point. Welcome, everybody, to the Facebook live stream, Wednesdays live at noon uh, with Brian Wright, and uh, we just welcome you. It has been a few weeks because one reason is uh, this is Paul Stalins. And uh, he was with me out of the country in the Philippines for two weeks. And uh, then I was gone to West Virginia another week. I've been gone for three weeks it's on Wednesdays. I know. A lot of traveling. A lot of, how'd you like it? It was awesome. It was exhausting. But it was awesome. <laughs> and it was hot. Nonsense. Hot. <laughs> Nonsense. Well, All worth it, though. All worth it. Yeah, we had a good time, didn't we? We did. It was really we good, did. so... Amen. Well, we just welcome you, and uh, let's see, make sure we're, hey, look, there's us. Wow. Hey. Look at that. I have a nice <laughs> We just welcome you to uh, Wednesdays at noon. You'll notice we have another seat here because Barrett's coming to uh, join us, and uh, we just welcome you. Listen, go ahead and share it. We are talking about something awesome today, talking about from toil to overflow. From toil to overflow. So uh, go ahead and share it. You're going to enjoy it. You have some friends that need to move in overflow, some friends that may have been in toil. Uh, we're going to be talking about that today and looking forward to it. But we just welcome you. So, uh, yeah, we went to the Philippines, and um, we were ministering over there. There was constantly about 600 people besides, like, the first yeah. day when people were arriving uh, there was at least 600. I think about 1,200 came through uh, in the whole week. They actually had to go and get more chairs to bring in yeah. for the next day because we had people staying outside of the service all the way around the building that we were, yes. we were at. So it was, yes. it was great. Amen. Um, and uh, Barrett's here too. Hey, Barrett, are you making sure that we shared it all? Awesome. She's on it. Good job. Paul's quiet. Is this better? It is. Awesome. Well, let's see here. I'm looking at how to get this pulled up here. Welcome, Barrett. We're glad to have you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad Thanks. between Paul and I, we needed somebody pretty. I mean, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Don't fight it. <laughs> So anyway, so tell them, so welcome everybody to Wednesday's Live, and uh, anyway, tell them about uh, the trip, what you thought about it going, we were in the Philippines for two weeks, tell them what we were doing and what you, uh, what you saw. So first off, it was my first time traveling outside of the United States, first time flying, so it was a lot of firsts for me, um, but it was, it was a very humbling experience when i um, you realize how much stuff we take for granted over here, and then you get over there and you see stuff that we've taken for granted, but they walk around with more joy on their faces than uh, we have. So it really makes you stop and wonder what we've got going on. And they're laughing at me, so I don't no, know. No, it's not at you. No. <laughs> I just muted her computer with one button. She was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Do you want to do that in real life? <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> but it, it was a great experience. We, uh, we got to minister to hundreds, close to thousands of people. Um, we had, hey, I think Abigail. it was, what, over 600 
um, commitments yeah. to Christ, which was made every bit of the, the trip worth it, every bit of lack Amen. of sleep and all that made it all worth it. Um, but it was, a, it was a real humbling experience and a, a great experience to come back and be able to share with people um, just to give them a little light of yeah. where we're at and where we could be, but the mercy and the grace that God gives us. Yeah. And that we, the the blessings that we really do walk in, that we take for granted every day that we don't pay attention to. Yeah. The fire of God was really, um, really, we really released that and people really received. It was really good. So, amen. Hey, Abigail, let's, I see Miss, uh, um, let's see here, Miss Henson, hello. Uh, Miss Abigail, Miss Jade, there's two other people, but Jade. I don't know who it is. Hey, Jade. Uh, looks like my wife might be on there. Hello. Glory to God. We welcome you. Go ahead and share it. And uh, we just look forward to uh, seeing everything that God has. We're talking about today from <laughs> toil to overflow. So anyway. My wife thinks she's funny. What Hello, do do? mates. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Awesome. Hey, there's Joel Thomas. Hey, Mr. Joel. Good to see you. Joel. Hey, hey, your mom. Hey, Miss Sandy. How Hi, are mom. you? Good to see you. Watching from Maine. Good to see you. That's your neck of the woods. Maine. Maine. Oh, Maine. <laughs> Land of whoopie pies. A Maine and man. Lobster. I can be your Maine man. man. Let me be your man. Amen. Amen. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, Paul. We're glad you could join us. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is great. It's your turn to sing. Oh, no. Oh, but yeah. No, we don't want to damage speakers on people's phones <laughs> and laptops. We'll just keep it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Luke wants you to sing. Luke can come sing. Come here, buddy. Whoa. Come here. <laughs> Say hello to everybody. Say hello. <laughs> you want to tell me anything? You want the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Go have fun. So, all right. Well, you can uh, grab your Bible. Marky's watching. Marky, hello. She Another Mainer. She started to text me and she goes, oh, you're on the TV right now. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> Marky, I'm so excited to see you. Yeah. Looking forward to it this afternoon. It'll be fun. So, there she is. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, glory to God. Who else? Somebody's, let's see here. Two other people. Jade, Paul. Whoa. Miss Colleen. It just got awkwardly quiet. I Tell know. a joke. Go. Boom, boom, when the night <laughs> she said hi so, well we just welcome you we're getting ready All right, now I, I brought y'all on here are y'all gonna behave I'm trying it's her pump <laughs> I'm the serious one okay. <laughs> Luke's laughing so anyway well we just welcome you we've got people joining in uh, welcome to Wednesday's live at noon and uh, looking forward to having a great uh, session today I've really been looking forward to being back with you because after three weeks of not being here um, you know I've missed it and I've missed seeing y'all and uh, just looking forward to connecting with you again uh, we do have the podcast that's being prepared and got the first episode uh, 
uh, ready. It's just when do, when do I release it? Hey, Natalie. Uh, we want to get the, uh, hey, Natalie. Uh, we want to get the uh, website up and going, so that'll be coming here in a few weeks, and uh, get the podcast going so you can sign up for it and, and enjoy it. Rightwolf.com. Right. Right. Wolf. No. No, that's your email. No. <laughs> that's an old email. What's right.com. What's right.com. That was an old gaming email I had. So I it's not even it's not even that. Like you said it wrong, but it was good. What's right.com. That email account's going to get flooded. Yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be it doesn't it's I not mine. Games so. with Pastor Brian. Yeah. That was like golly. That was back in like 2003 when I made that, so it's been a while. That's when I graduated high school. We're not talking about I didn't about graduate that. for four years after that. <laughs> Class what? of 07. Gracious. <laughs> Praying for her. Amy. Hey, Miss Amy, how are you? We welcome you. So let's go ahead and get going. We're talking today about uh, from toil to overflow. Uh, and we talked about this on uh, Sunday, from toil to overflow. And uh, has anybody ever been in the place where you feel like, man, I'm just, I'm toiling here. Uh, but you know in God, I'm not supposed to be operating here. I'm supposed to be operating in overflow. And uh, so we looked at one, the main scripture, I guess, to really kick it off was, I believe it was Proverbs 10. 22. So let's just go there, Proverbs 10, 22. If there's somebody that wants to um, uh, type that in, uh, Proverbs 10, 22, I passed it. I'm thinking about Stephen right now because we got a joke on that. Stephen Herbert. It's like, it's taken me five minutes to find Proverbs, Stephen. So he'll know what I mean. All right, so Proverbs 10, 22 says this. It's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Yeah. Now, this word sorrow right there, and, and first thing is, look at, look, it's God who gives us the blessing to yeah. make us rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. That word there literally means toil. So you can see in the King James it says he adds no toil to it, and it, or in the Amplified it says, and toil doesn't add to it at all, right? Uh, so it... In the King James and in the original language, it says it's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and he adds no toil to it. Yeah. Now, what is toil? Because a lot of people, what, one of the things that we talked about on Sunday is you, we are supposed to work hard, but there's a difference between... <laughs> there's a difference. She's doing live Instagram video. There's a difference between toil and hard work. There's a difference between those two. You can, you can be working hard and be biblical, but you can be toiling and be unbiblical. But most people I've found that when they work, they're toiling. Yeah. They're carrying the weight themselves. They're carrying the weight on them, and they're not supposed to do that. And uh, I know that y'all have seen that in your own life. I know that y'all have learned and, and grown and seen that. But uh, what have you seen? Where have you seen it where it's like, oh, man, I was working hard, but I wasn't supposed to? What do y'all? Go ahead. Ready, go. <clears throat> I, uh, see, like four years ago, three years ago now? Man, I'm getting old. I'm starting to forget. Um, <laughs> oh, three. You've already forgot. That's Miss true. 07. <laughs> <laughs> but I was at a point where I was working and I was dependent on myself 
instead of depending on the Lord. Yeah. So I'd gotten to the point where I was working 70 hours a week, possibly more than that. I was taking, going on road trips on the weekend every opportunity I could because it was just more money, more overtime, more money. Um, we had our second child on the way. And in that time, it kept me from hey, being John. able to be in the services like I was supposed to. So I wasn't getting the the rest that he was trying to give me. I wasn't getting the peace that he was trying to put yeah. on me. So I was doing it my way versus doing it his way. And ultimately was separating me from my family, yeah. my church family, which was allowing division to come in and other problems. But later I figured that out. So then I put my trust in him to, to be my source versus me being my source, so to speak, my back, my, my mind being the yeah. source and put my faith in him to be the source. And then now I can work maybe 30 hours a week and make what I was making then yeah. kind of thing. But it all started with a change of mind where I had to realize that his ways are easy. My ways are difficult. Right. So once I figured that out and I, I put that into practice, then things change. It allowed me to put, dig more into the word, allowed me to dig more into the church, which allowed me to take higher steps where I'm still growing, but it's allowed me to make the steps faster yeah. than what it would have been if I would have kept separating myself. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, what What have you, where's the situation where you've seen it? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was telling you the other day, one of the things that the Lord is showing me Sunday when we were talking about this is that I've allowed myself to toil in my mind, not mm. necessarily when it comes to That's jobs, true. but I've always aspired to be the person that God's called me to be and do the things that he's called me to do. And I've added toil to that of I've got to work really hard to become this. I've got to take all of this effort and just do basically do it me. Yeah. And the Lord told me uh, on Sunday that it's not a matter of me doing it. Jesus already did it for me. Yeah. And I need to just apply faith and rest in what he's already done and stop killing myself in my mind of or striving yeah. after it so hard and just rest in it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever run into anybody that's not toiled more than they should, yeah. you know. And yet one of the verses that you should look at is in Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, where Jesus says, you know, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, yeah. you know, who are carrying heavy burdens, basically me paraphrasing. He says, I will give you rest because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. So Jesus literally says, my way is easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My way is easy. Mm -hmm. Like that's the easy button, you know. And uh, yeah. Easy. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. And uh, so he says, look, my way is easy. Yeah. Like I, I said it on Sunday, it irritates me when I see especially, you know, pastors and, you know, ministers, leaders in the church going, Jesus never promised it'd be easy. Well, yes, he did. The yes. struggle is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like our flesh is going to sense things want to go after things but if you're constantly walking in toil right. you're missing a promise that's available to you you know and uh, y'all just gave examples of your own I have plenty where I made it harder on myself than it actually was and uh, but 
before we jump uh, too far in, because I want to just talk about some of the practical aspects of walking in an overflow versus a toil, but let's just look at some of the scriptures first. And uh, so we saw in Revelation chapter 2, in verse 1 through 5, that Jesus is speaking to the church at Ephesus, and he says, hey, look, you're doing a great job, but... You're toiling. And part of the reason they're toiling is they get out of the fellowship with Christ. They're not walking in intimacy. So he speaks of toil in that you see it as toil as a negative thing. Uh, Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord. It makes rich. Rich in what area? Uh, Not just finances. Every area of life. It makes you rich. But then he, he says this. And he adds no toil to it. The word literally can be translated toil. He makes rich, but he adds no toil to it. Well, that that should change our whole mindset. That should change how we go through life. Uh, Then we see Matthew 11, uh, 28 through 30, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So what we're starting to see is if we're walking in hard, if we're walking in toil and it's not easy and light, you know, hard and heavy, toil, not easy and light. The Bible's given us, hey, these are symptoms that something's not lining up. Something's not the way that it should be. And uh, so then, I love this story. Uh, This is Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. Luke chapter 5, uh, verse 1 through 11, it says this. uh, Jesus comes there. He's going to go preach. He sees a boat. He asks if he can get into the boat. It's Peter's boat. They go out into the water. He preaches. Uh, Peter sows his boat, basically. Right. So now God's not mocked whatsoever a man sows. That shall he also reap, right? And so then all of a sudden he says, hey, Jesus says to Peter, throw your nets on the other side. Right. Then Peter says this in the King James, it shows it to us. He says, master, like, come on, you know, we've, and then he says these words, we have toiled. Yeah all night long and caught nothing. One of the great things that the Holy Ghost brought out on Sunday was the fruit of toil is nothing. nothing. The fruit of toil is nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he says, look. Hey, Ashley. Is she on? Ashley Hello. Nathan. Good to see you. And uh, I've been thinking and praying about you, Ashley, all morning. You've been on my heart. The Holy Ghost has brought you up to me. So good to see you. Um, I just want you to do my hair sometime. That's all. Holy <laughs> I like it because her, her picture is so easy to tell that yes. it's her. <laughs> and she, she's got red, red hair. Like it's good Aquaman to see. Aquaman red. Yes. But she did it before Aquaman. That's right. She, she heard before that. So We know anyway. how I feel about Aquaman. She said, we're watching. <laughs> she said, we're watching. He you don't like, like Aquaman? Aquaman? Nobody liked Aquaman. <laughs> I liked Aquaman. Did you read Aquaman comic books? No. He means before exactly. What's His Face came. Nobody yeah. liked him before. I liked the movie. Mm. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Now, I'll put it like this. I was expecting this out of the movie, and it was at least higher than this. And so I liked it for that reason. Paul's a smidge bitter because when Ollie first saw the movie, he liked Aquaman better than the Hulk. So... Oh. And then we prayed for him. <laughs> And he <laughs> right, 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 right. The scales right. were lifted from his eyes. Jade and he's likes seen. Aquaman. Your wife likes Aquaman, so she since just you're likes one, Aquaman because she thinks I kind of look like him. But since you're one, <laughs> you like Aquaman. If she likes Aquaman, I'm just letting you know that's how it works. George, Jones. I don't, I don't know if I agree with your math. 
Hey, Stephanie Blaylock, good to see you. <laughs> we were somewhere in the Bible, and well, we Peter, were to, well Peter. on boat. the water. Is that how we got to Aquaman? Peter boat net all Aquaman. night work. He maybe water he caught Aquaman. Aquaman. Maybe that's why it sunk because he's so strong. Oh boy! Uh, well, if he cut his net. It was like we don't need that. <laughs> Nicole said, "Aquamel, uh, Aquamel." Abigail likes Aquaman because I, sh- I put them together because they share hairstyles. <laughs> and that's a reason why you should probably should not like Aquaman. <laughs> if he shares a hairstyle with a female. Just saying, just throwing that out there. I really hope Marvel's watching today and not DC. <laughs> Love y'all. I like Marvel better anyway. Marvel. So, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Luke chapter 5. <laughs> Let's get holy, y'all. Uh, so, he says, we've toiled all night, and he said, and basically on Sunday, the Lord said, look, the fruit of toil is nothing. Yeah. Peter said, we've toiled all night. Then Jesus comes in, and he says this. Jesus comes in, and he says, look, basically, don't toil. Throw your nets on the other side. And Peter's like, hey, we know what we're doing. You know, we, we know how to do this. We've been yeah. fishermen for a long time, but because you said so... We'll, we'll do it. Without toil, they throw their nets in, right. and it's like every fish in that, in that sea comes flocking into their net. So much so, the, their boat begins to sink. Now their partners come up. They get blessed yeah. by all the fish, too. Their partner's boat starts to sink. What's available to us if we don't move in toil? Right. What's available to us if we'll move in biblical, godly ways and, and the blessing of the Lord, yeah. not toil? God doesn't want us to toil. And there's a difference between toil and hard work. I'm reminded of um, uh, Psalms 127, where verse 1 and 2. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. But he says, look, if you go to bed late and you rise up early, you are working in vain. Yeah. You're in vanity. You're in pride. In other words, you're toiling over something I didn't tell you to toil over. Now, I've had seasons where I've worked and I've worked all through the night. But it's a season, yeah. not an ongoing thing where God says, hey, I want you to finish this today. So I'll, I'll be obedient and get that thing done. But then I'll rest for several yeah. days. I'll catch up on it. In other words, it's balanced out in that way. But a lot of times we're doing that just because... Uh, we're doing that just because we've been taught by a corrupted world to toil over things. We want the badge. Yeah, well, and that's, that's one of the things I said. Look, don't just put on the badge of toil like it's a good accomplishment. The Bible's showing us it's not a good accomplishment. Yeah. You're walking wrong. Go ahead. Well, that's like, I think we all can relate to that too. Um, like when you're a kid... You know, you, you're doing something and you're struggling with it, but then say like your dad comes who's been there before and shows you a different way. Yes. But you're not willing to submit to what he's got because you think your way is better. But then when he walks away and you're like, since he's not looking, I'm going to try it. And then you figure it out. Yeah. And you're like, man, if I would have just, if I would have just shut up in the moment, yeah. listen to what he had to say and quit worrying about myself, it would have been so much easier. I could have had it done an hour earlier than what it took me kind of thing. Yeah. Well, see, and the example I think of is, and I understand I'm saying between two dudes, but like a dude who throws away the instructions on how to assemble stuff. We're just a couple of dudes. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's not what I didn't mean it <laughs> talking, like that. Talking to a girl in the, in the <laughs> video camera. No, but I mean, the instruction, man, I'm, the instruction manual is the word. And 
if we throw the instruction manual and the way that God has set this up to work out the window and we try to figure it out on our own, it takes so much longer and it becomes so much more complicated. Yeah. And you're up until three in the morning assembling a kid's, I don't know, place that I don't have children yet, so I don't do that. But And then you're left with like... <laughs> Six extra screws yes. left over, trying to figure out yeah. where they go, and then before Tossing your wife the walks in the room, you pick them up. <laughs> Somehow and they go to the side. we've equated toil to Aquaman and putting together Christmas stuff. <laughs> you brought together the youth team, is what you've done. Today. Yeah, it, I understand. I understand. It's kind of expected. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and the last verse before we go into other is in Genesis, you know, just talking about toil, just talking about how toil is not of God, it's not, it's not biblical, is in Genesis three seventeen through 19, it says this, you know, once Adam moved into the place yeah. of the curse, he sinned, then the curse came. You know, God didn't want them to be in the curse. That was never God's plan for him to be in the curse. God wanted them blessed. Matter of fact, that's how he started them in the garden is be blessed. Be fruitful and multiply the blessing of God. And he didn't want them cursed. But when Adam and Eve sinned, they moved into the curse. And once they moved into the curse, they moved into this. And here's what it is. He said to Adam, because you've listened to the voice of your uh, wife, you've eaten from the tree which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Listen there. In other words, cursed is the work. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying. And he says, in toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. So toil was a part of the curse. He goes on to say, both thorns... And thistles, it shall grow for you. In other words, it won't be easy anymore. It's going to prick your hands. It's going to scratch you up. It's going to cause you this curse that you are now operating in. It's going to cause you to sweat and bleed and be hard. Right? And he's, he's not trying, he doesn't want them to stay there. He's telling them, hey, this is what you've stepped into because of sin. Of your own account. I had it where all you had to do was just walk by the tree and pick. The, the, the whole garden produced for mankind, yeah. made in the image and likeness of God. This is the place without the curse. This is right. important. The garden was a representation of a place without the curse. Heaven is a representation of a place without the curse. Yeah. And then he says, look, thorns and thistles in this curse, it'll grow. You'll eat the plants of the field. Verse 19, by the sweat of your face, you will eat bread till you return to the ground. Because from it you are taken, for you are dust, and from to dust you shall return. So God's not like trying to be hard here. He's just saying, here's where you're at now. And he's saying you're there because of the curse. Right. But then we know in Galatians chapter 3 in verse 13, uh, we know that Jesus redeemed us from the curse. So as soon as we are made a new creation, the righteousness of God in Christ, what like it says in 2 Corinthians 5, as soon as that happens, then we start to understand we don't take part with the curse anymore. Right. And if we don't take part with the curse, then our job is not to take part with toil right. either. That's right. So, Go ahead. <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> no, I think for me, I it, it really comes back to mentally toiling and just the concept of turning that off. That's yeah. that that was the biggest eye opener for me is how much I had allowed myself to mentally toil 
over how do I do things in youth? How do I do things in the church? How yeah. do I do things in my marriage? How, how can I do this? And spending so much time dwelling on the thing that I wanted fixed rather than resting in the fixer himself. That's good. Yeah. Your turn. Thank you. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Miss Natalie's story about where they were coming up short each yeah. one with the bills. Yes. And she was stressing over how the bills were going to get paid and their income wasn't matching the bills. Every but then, month. But yeah. then she finally got a hold of it and put it to practice. And when she put it to practice, it reversed. Yes. Like supernaturally. Yes. It wasn't like a this happened to this happened to get it to there. Yeah. It was like an overnight just kind of yeah. shift. Yes. And it was all because she got a hold of what we're discussing yeah, yeah. Yeah. and made it the purpose to implement that into her life. And when she did, supernaturally, it it flipped. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's one of the things that when we were talking about that Sunday came into my head is something where you're stressing over it so much, but when you're stressing over it, you're bringing it, you're putting more right. and more onto it. Yeah, yeah. So you're bringing, you're inviting the curse in. It's Job. And everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, but once we purpose ourselves to switch that mindset, that's then right. we really step into what he's trying to get to us. Yeah. yeah. It's just... We have a flesh, and we've got to learn to to quiet it, quiet it down, and listen to what he's got to say. You and know. it's right there in the in the instruction manual. It's like works, you know, trying to live by works rather than live by faith. Because when you live yeah. by faith, it just is. You are what the Lord has said. You have what the Lord has said that you can have. You, it works and it clicks. But when you try to live by works instead of just being who God's called you to be and trying to earn it. Yeah. It comes back to trying to earn it. Like, have I earned this money? Have I earned the relationships I want? Have I earned all? Of and yeah. when you switch the fact of God has said that you're worthy enough to have everything he died That's for right. you to have. Like you're That's worthy right. for it. It's, it's already predetermined, accept it. And all of a sudden it just starts to click. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, you know, and what we're talking about is moving from toil to overflow. And really what we're wanting to do is show you that there is a reality between the weight that is accepted mm -hmm. by the world yeah. walking in corruption and walking in the curse and the promise that Christ gave us to walk in freedom and easy and light and no toil and yet the blessing that makes rich, that gives us wealth, not just in finances, but in health and in freedom, in yeah. peace, you know, in the love and the life of God. There's a freedom in that. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we need to, you know, kind of walk in is we need to walk in this overflow because the overflow is there to overflow into kind of cascade into the lives of the yeah. people around us. Uh, one of my favorite verses, of course, is John 10, 10. You know, uh, Jesus hits, Jesus says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that you might have life, and the Amplified pulls it out to the full right. till it overflows, or till life till it starts cascading yeah. into the lives of other people. That's the plan of God, is for our life to be so full that it bubbles over into the lives of other people. And, um, you know, just, I forget where we were at the other day, but it was somewhere out in the world, and the person was like, Y'all just are full of life. Yeah. Like, I just want to hang out with y'all. Y'all yeah. are having so much fun, yeah. you know? And I was like, man, that's a testimony yeah. to the things of God. And 
we are designed to overflow, not walk in. You look, think about it. Think about somebody who has worked hard outside all day long, and I mean they've been under a load, they've been under a stress, they've been under hard work, they've been working hard, versus somebody who was able to actually right. walk in, rest right. all day long. What do they look like at the end right. of the day? All right, now which one do you want to be like? Right. You know, uh, it's not saying that we don't work hard. It's that we work hard without the toil, without yeah. the weight of it, without the pressure of it. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's a totally different thing. So now, wherever, uh, see what John John said, wherever the river flows, it brings life. That's exactly right. We stay in the river of God and we move into that place, yeah. you know. Uh, you were up in West Virginia just last night. I saw you on the video, John, and uh, Pastor Rodney was up there at Luke Brugger's church, Center Branch. And uh, anyway, so one of the things, it was good to see you, and I saw him in uh, Ted Shellsworth's camp meeting last week too, but uh, we, uh, one of the things that I did one time was this, is I was sitting there, I'd had a really bad year, a really, really bad year. Uh, it was not... It was not a, you know, brought me to dis destruction or failure, but it was really depressing. Like yeah. I had a year that was just really depressing. This was several years ago. Yeah. Uh, just things didn't go right. Like it felt like everything that could go wrong went wrong yeah. and it wasn't fun in ministry. And uh, I determined when that year changed and the ball dropped and it went from that year to the next year, I was like, this new year will not be like last year was. We are not having that ever again. And uh, this was in January. And I remember uh, my wife, Nicole, called me and uh, she said, hey, I, you know, I don't want to be bearer of bad news, but and it's like, great, whatever is coming next, awesome. You know, and uh, I won't, don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but you probably need to know about this. And she told me two different things. Uh, she told me two different things, two pieces of news, two uh, facts, right? Because yeah. there's a difference between facts and truth. And uh, she told me two different facts, and they were serious. Like either one of them were like, could have been yeah. played out ministry ending yeah. facts. So, it's in January. I just had a terrible year, depressing year. I determined in myself, I will not have a year like that. This will not be a depressing year. And, and in January, she hands me one morning these two pieces of information. So I'm sitting there going, great. Well, I know what to do with it, basically. Yeah. But I said, all right, every time I think about that today, I'm just going to pray in the Holy Ghost until it goes away, yeah. right? And so what I started doing was I started praying in the Holy Spirit and I'd pray and that situation, the weight of it would go away. Yeah. And then it came up like, you know, five, six times that day, maybe 10 times. Every time it came up, I'd pray in the Holy Ghost and, it, and the weight of it would go away. And um, I want you to know, I'm going to finish the story, but we're going we're gonna to really share something with you strong here in just a minute. Towards the end of the broadcast, you're going to want to see it. Go ahead and share this. You know people that are operating in toil and not the overflow. They've got to get this mindset, this biblical victorious Amen. mindset inside Amen. of them. Uh, so here I am. I'm going through this day. Uh, last year was depress depressing. Nicole tells me these two things I really did need to know. But now I'm having to deal with them all day long. And, yeah. But every time they come up, I'm like, I'm taking my thoughts captive. I'm not going to let them linger. I'm not going to get depressed. 
And I got to the end of the day and, you know, it came up maybe 10 times. And every time I prayed in the Holy Ghost and, and I prayed till I had peace on it. But then I got to the end of the day and guess what? I was depressed. And I was like, and I, then I got mad. I was like, Lord, I did what you've told me to do. I was like, and I'm not mad at you. I recognize somewhere I'm missing it. Yeah. But to the best of my knowledge, I've done what you've told me I, I should do. Every time it came up, I prayed. Go Hi, Stephen. Hi, Glenda. Hi, Debbie. All cool. Hey, <laughs> Stephen, I was just talking about you. All good. <laughs> good. All good. <laughs> so anyway, I told him it took me five minutes to find Psalms. You'd know what I mean. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, we, uh, what? It was, it was Proverbs. Proverbs. Thank Psalms you. Yeah. If it took me five minutes to find Psalms, I'm really yeah, in trouble. Going to sing the song. Yeah. The, the Bible song. These are the books, books of the Bible. Bible. The wonderful books of the Bible. <laughs> Deb will get a kick out of that. That's true. So Deb's in a meeting. Uh, you weren't here for that. You should have been here for that. In he, Impact University. Can he perform it next week? That's my request. <laughs> Negative ghostwriter. That pattern is full. I think he should if he doesn't win more souls than you this week. Game on. I'm going to an airport. What, is, what do you get? <laughs> I have a louder voice. Mike told me last night to use my voice Pastor to grab Pastor Brian has told me that my voice is piercing to be able to reach out and grab everyone's attention. But if your voice is Bring piercing, it. it'll pierce the eardrums and they can't hear. If you, Pastor Nicole says that your voice is low, so if it's so low people can't hear you, then... But everybody hears the thunder Bring rumble. It on. <laughs> Thor Wait, is everyone's so, least favorite character. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right, so we were actually talking about something serious. Well, somehow we got sidetracked, but it was fun. All right, so are y'all going to do this? You're going to have a contest? Who wins the most souls sure. this week? I never turned down a competition. Oh, okay. All right, so what was... He's got to do the books of the Bible song sure. in front of the class if, if you beat him in souls. And the computer. And the computer. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the what does she have to do if you beat her? Hmm. I won't be here for the Whoever wins the most souls. She can this do is it something you. that George will love. I get to dance in no, front of people? You will have to wear a Cleveland Indians t-shirt and hat Game and on. proclaim this is your great. fame Game on. and fanatics. For the Cleveland Indians, while your husband, who is a Chicago me. Cubs fan, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great cheers challenge. you on. That's awesome. Keeping my marriage alive is going to be what drives me. So y'all heard it. So we have in our Impact University, we have it on Tuesday nights. We have a homework assignment to win souls this week, and the, and so whoever wins the most, the other one has to either sing. The books of the Bible song or... Change allegiance, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all have never heard me sing, so you might want to start praying that the favor shifts He's invoking this way. prayer. No, no. You better jump on that. You don't that. need to go with persuasive speech. You go with the leading of the Lord is what that is. <laughs> but my voice could cause people to stumble, so the Lord will give me the strength to push forward. Nicole's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, is Rachel. it wrong to pray against somebody who's winning souls? Like, <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a loophole. Like, no loopholes. I tell you what. I want souls to be one, but I want to do it better. Jesus, empower me to do it better than Paul. 
Let us both get good, but let me see. But he's not people. a respecter of persons, so he's so not going to give you way, more than. Yeah. <laughs> if my faith is built up, then I don't know. <laughs> oh. So back to our story. <laughs> Go ahead, share this, share the broadcast. Uh, anyway, we're kicked off the show. Yeah. <laughs> this is our last. Oh no, video. this is this is awesome. <laughs> I like it. So this is interactive. So honestly, if you have questions or comments, you can go ahead and post them on uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube. We're actually, we're watching the Facebook feed, but not the uh, YouTube, but we'll get back to you. If you've got questions or comments, you know, talk about, you know, post them, we'll, an we'll answer them. Well, one of the things we're talking about is how do we move from toil to overflow? And God doesn't want it hard and heavy. He wants it easy and light. He doesn't want us uh, sweating uh, by the uh, sweat of our brow, he wants us out of the curse. That's why he redeemed us from the curse. And he wants us to move to the overflow of life so that our life can cascade into the lives of people. So, and I was telling a... uh on my team. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you. Have I, paraphrase. Just, John, I just told Barrett that you would be on my team because Rachel didn't get a chance to meet me. So that's not fair. I didn't really get to talk to Rachel, but me and you had conversations, so you were John, immediately going to be John like, said Team Paul. Jade said, I got to be Team Paul. Uh, read, you'll have to paraphrase Amy's while I'm talking about this story, so just figure that out, then bring it up in a second. Um, so, one of the things that happened was, here I am, I have this really depressing year, and then Nicole brings up a couple of facts about ministry, and both of them were like ministry-ending facts if they played out the wrong way. Um, not, you know, stuff we'd done, but stuff other people could do. Uh, and so we were sitting there going, man, and I prayed about it. Every time the thought came up that day, I prayed in the Holy Ghost every single time. And uh, I would go to the place of peace, but at the end of the day, I was depressed. And I was like, no, I'm irritated. I did what I thought I needed to do. I took the thoughts captive. Why is this happening? Why? I, this is not going to be another year of depression. You know, this is not going to be that way. I'm not going to walk in any discouragement, yeah. not depression, but discouragement yeah, yeah. was really, it's not going to be a year of discouragement. And uh, no way. And so then I said, I said, Lord. Why is this, why am I discouraged tonight? And he said this, he said, what did you think on all day? Yeah. And I went, you know what? He, I said, well, I said, every time I thought about it, I prayed about it. And he said, he came back to me and he said, what did you think about all day? And in other words, what he was saying was this, he was saying, look, I know that the thoughts and the temptation came, but why were you given to those thoughts? Yeah. In other words, you were already thinking and you were praying because you were thinking it would be hard. Yeah. You were thinking toil and the hard. You weren't thinking the easy and light because had you been thinking for real, easy and light, yeah. what, what would have happened was you wouldn't even thought about it beyond this morning. Hey, God's got this. It's already handled. Uh, you know, His grace is already working for me. Yeah. And by faith, I'll, I'll move into that grace now. I move into that empowerment to walk out the godliness that yeah. He's paid for me to have. And so I realized, and I went, oh my goodness. Like, because I felt like I had stepped through the right hoops to do the right things, and yet I was still discouraged. I was still walking in the weight 
of those facts instead of walking in the ease of his truth. Yeah. I was walking in the weight of facts instead of the ease of the truth of God. And it brought discouragement. And I immediately I saw it and then I was like, I wanted to kick myself in the butt because I was like, how long have I done this? Right. Years, years, years. And I realized, I, I was like, I've hurt myself. I brought weight on myself, haven't I? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but praise God, I saw it. And now I can you know, help teach other people so that they don't have to carry that weight for that period of right. time. You know, we've, we've talked about that. So. Recently. Recently. <laughs> John said, that's good. Oh, he also called Paul fake Aquaman. <laughs> Nobody wants to be Aquaman. Congratulations. John, I wonder if he heard Teddy's story about that's good. I wore that shirt yesterday. That's good. I don't hear nobody. It's good. <laughs> what did, yeah, it's good. Amy was saying um, that often, she, or at points in her life, she's rested in God to open up doors and make things happen. And God's done it. And it's been after that, okay, well, God did this for me, but I'm going to take the responsibility back. Oh, and yeah. And seeing that um, fluctuation yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've done that too. I think all of us have done that, Amy. And, and it's what it is, is being around people who yeah. will bring in accountability for faith, you know, uh, that will say, Hey, yeah. there's a different way to live. Because if, if, you know, we're all, let's say that Barry and I are living on this plane and Paul's living on this plane. No, Sorry, Paul. Paul. And, uh, Hey, and I can flip this in a minute. So be easy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, but if we're constantly living here on this plane, then Paul's going to say, hey, there's more for me to attain to. He's naturally going to come up to that place. So the more that we're around people that live a life of faith, yeah. a life of the blessing, a life of the wealth of God, not just in finances, the more that we're around people, we hear people that yeah. live it, not just talk about it. Yeah. Then it draws us up. The accountability of being around, it, it lets us know it's possible. And that actually draws us to a place of hunger for, I want to walk like that. I want to live like that, you know, so. So many people in the world. Oh, go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. Good. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll wait. My mic is off. Whoa. Can we leave it that way? I'm all eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you were nice. He took advantage of it. It's all good. I understand. But I think a lot of times we see this with like, uh, with health, people will get a touch, you know, where they're walking with sickness and they're carrying that on themselves and yeah. poor yeah. pitiful me. And then they'll come to church and get a touch and they'll start feeling better. But then the very next day, if a symptom comes back up yeah. and instead of giving it to God, like they learned the day before, yes. they'll take it back on themselves and won't yeah. run to the doctor. Yeah. And I've done this several times. I actually recently done this. Yeah. I was talking with pastor yesterday. Um, I had last week, I got a pain coming up. And everything, and it kept getting worse and worse. And then I got to the point where I went it's to the doctor. It's a great testimony. And I knew what God has done for me and knew what he could do for me. But still, at the same time, I let fear come in and weigh down. And I let it overweigh my thoughts of what God could do. But then as we prayed yeah. and I started, literally, as we were talking, it was there. Yeah. And then the more we talked and more we started just talking about the Bible and started praising God, it literally just started shedding off <laughs> yeah. to yeah. the point where I was laid up on the bed with a heating pad trying to put pillows, whatever I could on my stomach to get the pain to go away. 
And then 10 minutes after I get off the phone with Pastor, I'm in the yard throwing <laughs> seed across the yard, watering Glory it, to God. all that, going yeah. pick up the kids, playing with the kids and all that. Yeah. But it took that mindset change again. And sometimes we, we get that point. Yeah. Like even it doesn't matter how far we are in our walk, sometimes we, we forget things because we let the pressure of the world try to take over yeah. instead of putting on the things of God. And we, we, we lose track of that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the biggest areas I think a lot of people fall into. Well, and think about this. I think this will really help people. And I cannot tell you how many times this has happened in my life is you, know, you just got back from an amazing trip for the Lord. You saw the power of God move in this overseas mission trip. Yeah. You saw him move through your hands yeah. in healing, in deliverance. You saw him move through revelation. So you come back from this trip and it's like, man, what God did. And yeah. a week later, you, I'm laid up. you miss it and you're laid up. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've done that, yeah. you know. Listen, and that's the point where you have to say, you have to say, look, the same kind of faith that I'm believing for for somebody else. I've got to apply that yeah. faith for me. I've got to believe that God will make the toil go away and the blessing come in for me. Yeah. And you've got to stand for it. You know, the, the word says resist the devil. Well, whose job is that? Mine. The resisting job is ours, not his Ours, and that means that we've got to move into, uh, you know, if we're going to resist the devil, it's not a, a passive thing. It's a it's a proactive thing. It's an active active thing, and we can't just sit there. We've got to appropriate it. So, and it needs to not be an option for us to yes. to apply yes. faith. Like it needs to. Faith is a decision, and it's a choice, and it's something that believers, especially believers in the full counsel of the word, that it needs to be an ongoing decision. Like yeah. I put on uh, Facebook today just that God does promise an easy life, and a friend of mine commented back something to the extent of, well, I don't think a lot of people in the world would understand this. Well, that's... Wow. Really sad that yeah. they wouldn't, but they the world wouldn't necessarily understand it because believers haven't stood up enough in their faith yeah. and they haven't made it a reality. It's been optional. Yeah. I'll apply faith That's for good. healing, but I won't apply faith in fixing my marriage. That's my responsibility, not God's. God yeah. promises healing, but yeah. eh, I'll just leave, let that be mine. And we've got to apply faith everywhere so that when somebody is struggling, they see, oh, no, it really is Jesus that fixes this. I yeah. know who I can go to instead of saying, God will do it. And then optioning ourselves out of being in yeah. faith. Well, and talking about the option, you uh, John just posted the blood of Jesus and the power of your testimony. I think that that's Revelation 12, 11, I think. And um, what he's saying is it says they overcame him yeah. by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And uh, a lot of times it's not quoted. The next part of that verse they is they love not their life unto the death. In other words, they held on to the power in the blood, they confessed and yeah. made their testimony what Jesus' testimony is, but then they held on to those two things, even to the point of death. In other words, they didn't just get halfway, they didn't amen it on Sunday morning and forget it on the right. way out the door. Right. You know, and, and I've done it, 
you just talk, talked about it. I know you've done it as well. We've all done that. Yeah. It's where we've got to say, okay, I can't just live this once. I can't just walk in one-time revelation. Right. I've got to walk in this reality all the time. And when I walk in that, I can literally walk into the places where easy and light becomes my reality, you know, where I have a revelation of a lack of toil and an abundance of the blessing. And it so, grows. Yeah, it gets easier. It gets stronger. It yeah. gets, it just, it becomes, it makes life become easier and easier and easier. And so. Yeah. Well, that's like, <clears throat> if you think about it too, um, which is a proven medical fact, people, they carry a lot of stress. Yeah. It weakens your body. It weakens yes. your immune system and all that. Yeah. Well, if he's designed us to live life in abundance, then that means we shouldn't have that stress right. because how can we have an abundance in health right. if we're yeah. carrying the stress? Because the stress is going to keep you from your job. Mm -hmm. It's going to break down your immune system, your body. Yeah. So you can't fully walk in the things that he's called us to walk in. How are we going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover right. if we're carrying stress and we're walking with a hunch on our back? Right. Are they going to Are they going to receive that? Are they going to have faith that God's going to work through me who is right. sick myself? Right. No. So that's why we're called. We have to make sure we purpose ourselves to put it down yeah. Yeah. and walk in an upright position that he's called us to walk in. Yeah. yeah. That way we could fully carry out the mission that he's put us, you know, put before us. Yeah. If we're reflecting Christ on the earth, then we've got to look like him. Like God's not coughing. Jesus isn't sick. He's not around wearing beat up, broke up stuff. Like he's a powerful God who walks in the fullness of life and looks like it. And yes. That's yeah. our responsibility too. Amy just said, and when it becomes a relationship instead of a religion is yeah. when we really grasp a hold of it. And she's yeah. exactly right. Uh, you know, we, I've been, the Lord obviously has had this verse on my heart is Acts 17, 28. In Him, in Christ, we live. And we know that word live, anytime you see it as a promise, it's life to the full till yeah. it overflows. We live and have life to the full till it overflows in Him. We live and move and have our being, our motion in life, our movement from one place to the next, our promotion from here to the next. It's in Jesus, our, our being, things you need to come into being, like I need more business, I need more health, yeah. I need the things that you need, I need restoration in my family, I need, I need deliverance, I need the freedom, I need peace. Things that come, need to come into being, they come into being in Christ, in fellowship. It's in Him, abiding in Him, and Him abiding in you. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, a couple of stories to wrap up here, and I want to give you this huge point, uh, which y'all know what it is and that's coming up. But this, this one point is where this story, I don't know, I got a hold of it several years ago, and it speaks to me still, is when they're on the boat, this demonic death storm yeah. comes, and here's the disciples fearing for their life. Here's Jesus asleep in the bottom of the yeah. boat. You know, uh, he's asleep. He's in ease. He's in no toil. They're toiling. They're scared to death. They go and wake him up. He comes out in the place of no toil. He comes out from the place of rest, only into the storm, really, to calm it. Yeah. And because he's in rest and no toil, he has the authority to do it. Because it's the place of rest in him that our power and authority stems from. Yep. Uh, it's, it's in him the place of rest. So a lot of times, see, we don't, a lot of times we walk in toil because we don't really know who he is. Yeah. We don't really, we say it, but we don't believe it. We amen it, but we don't live it. 
right? And so a lot of times what we're doing is we're not really walking in that place of rest. And so we try to step out into the storm. We're like, storm, you be quiet. And that storm's like, ha, 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 you know, crush, Hulk smash, right? And uh, so, and we've seen that many times, but here's the thing. I did that just for you. Did you enjoy it? Like you got the best smile right now. All right. So anyway, what a lot of times that's what will happen because we're not coming from the place of rest. But when we come from the place of rest yeah. in him, then all of a sudden we can come out and say, peace be still. But I want you to see this. Jesus then gets on to the disciples and says, oh, ye of little faith. Right. Now, we would be like, that's harsh. You know, that's just, what kind of preacher is that? I mean, they'd write stories about you for saying that kind of stuff. And people don't like it. You say stuff like that, you know, where's your faith? And people are like, How, you don't know what I'm going through and all this kind of stuff. No, it really doesn't matter what you're going through. Right. Biblical truths are biblical truths. I've been through some hard situations and the place where I found victory, Nicole and I found victory is in when we rested yeah. in him. It's a truth of God. And if we'll con- know the word and continue in this truth, then we will be free indeed and we'll walk in that. But what you see in that situation is you see two different types of people in one type of situation. One was hard, heavy, and toiling. And one was easy, light, and he brought the peace of God in the overflow. Same situation, two different revelations. One's walking in a revelation of the curse. One's walking in a revelation of the blessing. And Jesus, that's how we're supposed to walk. We're not supposed to walk like the world. We're not supposed to walk like the flesh. We're supposed to walk like Christ. And we're supposed to walk like him. We're supposed to put him on. That's what he was doing when he was correcting the disciples. He was saying, you need to walk like me. You can do this. You can walk like I walk. Stop thinking like the world. Stop thinking like toil. Stop thinking in terms of the curse. Start thinking in terms of overflow. Start thinking like you're a child of God. Start thinking like you are in me and I'm in you. We are seated in heavenly places, right? Start thinking like who you are. And so it's so important. And, you know, one of the, one of the verses that we see uh, that we pulled up on Sunday. I love this. Remember the verse in Genesis that we read a while ago. And hear this. The verse in Genesis that we read a while ago said, Because of sin, the curse came. And because the curse came, you will toil and the ground will yield thorns. Yield thorns. I, for years, I was like, you know, what's that crown of thorns for? Yeah. You know, we know, because y'all have heard good teaching on it. We know that what Jesus carried on the cross, we don't have to carry anymore. If he carried sin, sin's no longer mine. If he carried sickness, which he did, sickness is no longer mine. It's it's illegal to try and come into my life because he's already paid the price for it. He's already carried for it. But while he was on that cross, he not only carried sin and sickness, but he was crowned with the thorns, crowned with the curse of toil, crowned with blood, sweat, and tears, And whatever he carried on that cross, we don't have to. He was crowned with thorns that you might be crowned with overflow. He was crowned with thorns that you might be crowned with the blessing of God. He was crowned with toil so that you could walk in the richness of every area of life. He was crowned with thorns that you would be crowned with favor. That's who you are. That's what God's done for you. He crowned himself. Jesus said, let me be crowned with blood, sweat, sweat, tears, and toil so that they can be crowned 
with favor. So Amen. that when you do stuff in your job, in your business, in your life, it we're not walking in toil anymore. Yep. We're we're not toiling all the night long. We're just we're just saying, what do you want me to do, Lord? Oh, throw the net on the other side. Yes, sir. Boom. Favor. Filled up blessings, overflowing, yeah. cascading life and finances to the people around us, to our partners in ministry, to our partners in life. Overflowing, not toil, favor of God. Yeah. And that's how it works. How many times have we seen yeah. this? Yeah. You know, and so. I mean, that just goes to, like, back at the beginning of the year at Kickstart. <laughs> yeah. You seen, yes. You've seen the overflow. It happened one night, but then it carried on off of. One person receiving a yeah. word, the person behind them received the same word, said, you know what, I hear it. I'm going to receive that yeah. too. Yes. And then it was what, the next night he had contracts for, what was it, $35,000? By the end of the week. The next day he had one. By the end of the week it was it was $35,000. Yeah. That was because of a word that somebody received in front of him that yeah. he said, you know what, Easy. I received that yep. too. So he caught the overflow of that word and accepted it as his yeah. and then stepped into that abundance. Easy. Yeah. And, and it was what he esteemed was not the work that he had work to do. Yeah. But he said, no, they're having a Holy Ghost-filled meeting, and I know that one word can bring about the favor. I'm going to honor God and go to the meeting. And in that meeting, he gets a word, yep. and all of a sudden, it starts, it starts cascading in his life, and, and he's had even more since then. Yeah. Yeah. Like he told me, he said, I've, I've picked up several other contracts just in, in a month and a half, we had over $70,000 in the hands of people, yeah. like unexpected money in their hands out of that meeting. And over uh, 60000 I think it was over 65000 in salary increases yeah. in a month and a half. Yeah. Because there was something, there was a word on that meeting. It was easy and light, you know, it was awesome. Not toil, it just came to them yeah. unexpectedly. Why? Because biblical principles work. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We saw it. So anything else to add today? I think of it like when George and I first got married and we were looking to move back to Almoral, we were living in Fayetteville and commuting up to go to the church. Um, we didn't know what our jobs would be. George was retiring. We didn't have a means of income or anything like that. And George got an opportunity to keep working in the army. And it made sense for him to keep working, for him to work harder, for him right. to stay there. It made sense for me to keep doing this other job. It made sense in the world. And we sought counsel from our pastors. Always seek counsel from your pastors. If you don't have a pastor, find one. I'll help you. Um, <laughs> Good but, idea. <laughs> but we sought counsel. We didn't feel leading to do it. And even though it didn't make sense, we moved without a job. And George is making pretty good money. Um, and when we moved up here, we had jobs handed to us um, within a week, two weeks maybe, yeah. as teachers. Teachers. And within months, we were making more as teachers, which is not a theoretically high-paying job. We were making more as teachers than he had the whole time he had been like a high-ranking army guy. Yeah. The whole time. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't just it. that. Like It was obvious, and it wasn't just the... The teaching job right, alone, right. like favor came in Absolutely. and surrounded it out of obedience. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Like we had jobs, we had a house, like yeah. all of it just came into our hands yeah. through the obedience and the faith that God was going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. That Carolyn. Hello, Carolyn. I love you. I'll see you so soon. <laughs> I'm excited. Congratulations on the new house. I'm uh, excited. Your favorite peeps. Oh, yay. I guess you're included in that. Yeah. I guess. 
<laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, I like what, I think what Rachel said. Yeah. She said, if Jesus doesn't have it, I can't have it. Right. Yeah. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I think that should be the next boomerang t-shirt. Exactly. He's not carrying yeah. lack. Yeah. He's not, he's not carrying toil in heaven. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. Cause he never came up and said, well, we need some bread. Do you have any change yeah. back there? No. It, <laughs> exactly. It was brought in. Like, yeah. He didn't never lay hands on himself. Yeah. He didn't say, Peter, I'm feeling kind of down today. Can you lay? Can you pray for me? Yeah. No. So, hey, fifteen thousand people. All right, let's combine our forces, yeah. and we're going to create a meal real quick. We're going to scratch something out of yeah. the dirt. No. What do you have? Let's just go about. No, let's just go about easy way. Let's right. go about it the non-toiling way. Right. What do you What do you have? Oh, we got a few loaves and fishes. Bring those up here. In the name of Jesus, blessing of yeah. God, be be fruitful and multiply. I love what Pastor Tracy says. And he broke the fish, and a head grew a tail, and the tail grew a yeah. head, and he broke that, and it just kept multiplying. Easy. We don't walk in toil. Yeah. That's a part of the curse. We, we were crowned with toil under the curse, but Jesus took the curse on him. He was crowned with yeah. thorns and toil so that we might be crowned with easy light and yeah. favor. That's the way. That's the design. What he carried, I don't have to carry. Yeah. Was like I was just, you know, it just came in my head like I was yeah. thinking like he trusted a thief with the money, right. but then they never lacked money. Right. <laughs> That's good. He gave the money back to a thief who stole, but they never lacked. Right. Yeah. He had his hand in there and nobody knew about it. Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah. tells you that there was an abundance there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was funny. It felt like the Holy Spirit put that in my head. And I was one of those little <laughs> kind of moments. I mean, you look through Jesus's whole life and when did he toil ever? Like while he was living on the earth, like right. he didn't toil. Even, you yeah. know, when he was preaching in the church and they tried to, the church tried to run him off a cliff, like tried to kill him and whatnot. And he just walked right through it. That's right. Like not, there was no toil. He wasn't freaking out of people are chasing me. I'm a die. Like he rested in yeah. who he was in God and who God was to him. He yeah. knew God's going to make a way. It doesn't seem like there's a, God has a way for yeah. this planned out already. I just got to be obedient. <laughs> Carolyn said, excuse me, you're getting too loud and excited. <laughs> so, well, he did toil once. I can hear religious people. Well, he toiled at the cross. Yeah, exactly. On purpose. He chose That's it. the only yeah. time he did, and he did it yeah. on purpose so that you would not have to. Yeah. yeah. So that you would not have to. Yeah. Just like you would not have to pay the punishment of sin. If you got to pay for toil, then you got to pay for sin too. You're saying Jesus didn't do a good enough job. Yeah, his payment wasn't enough. It's like crazy. It's crazy. So shame, shame. Know your name. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when Carolyn comes on. You're too loud on typing, Carolyn. I can't believe that. Just you're too excited. <laughs> hey, Ted Milton. Hey, Ted. Hi, Ted. Anyway, so go back and watch the rest of this. It was good. And uh, if we do say so good. ourselves. Like how Pastor Nicole yeah. said good. earlier that we were, we were siblings. Siblings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> she said, oh, snap. Uh, anyway, we just love you. Thank you for joining in today. Listen, go back and watch this. Share it. You know some people that have not been walking in the fullness of overflow, not been walking in the fullness of, of favor, and they have been walking in toil. And you know what? Even if they have been walking in that, we've got to continue yeah. to renew our mind. It's not like this super, 
never arrive a point where we get to and then everything just works. We have to continually produce the fruit of God in our lives. And we need to grow deeper and deeper in our understanding and our revelation. Just like on that boat with the disciples in the storm. You got same situation, yeah. but two revelations. One was of toil of the curse and one revelation of, was of easy and light. One feared for their life and probably would have been killed if the other person with revelation hadn't have known from the place of rest and the place of blessing, peace be still. Yeah. So you see that we need to continue to grow in our revelation, not just have a one-time yeah. arrival, arrival point. God is so deep. There's so much to him. We can go after him and we don't exhaust him. He's so good. Yeah. And he wants you to walk in that blessing. So listen, we love you. Uh, share this episode. Look for the new website coming out, whatsright.com. And uh, next Wednesday, we'll be here each Wednesday live at noon uh, on Facebook. It's also going over on YouTube uh, and the website, too, and maybe Periscope. Actually, we're, we're broadcasting everywhere. Hi, Tony Archuleta. Hey. <laughs> hey, Tony. Man, he really helped when we were doing some of that. I really appreciate uh, your insight, Tony, and your help uh, when we had that phone call a while back. Thank you again, uh, helping us win souls and uh, make disciples. Um, Did you see that? What? I saw breakthrough. You saw, amen. <laughs> nice. Did well played. I look at the game. Yeah. Because there's breakthrough happening in the lives of the people. Okay, amen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, listen. <laughs> I want y'all to it. pray quickly. Like, quickly. Let's pray for a amen. breakthrough. No toil and the blessing. Ready, Paul, go. Lord, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to come, come together, Lord, to... To just speak your word to the world, Lord, to whoever's listening to it, Lord. And we just pray that yeah. this word is, is the word that gives them the revelation to have the breakthrough that they need, Lord. The, the, the breakthrough in their, their health, their finances, whatever lack they have, Lord, that yes. this word, it, it transforms it supernaturally, Lord. That it just flips what they're going through upside down on his head, Lord. And that the, the, the sickness that they have, it immediately just falls off, Lord. That... The lack in finances that they're going to go open the yes. mailbox today and there's going to be checks in there that they didn't know was coming. They don't even know who they're from, Lord. And we just thank you for it, Lord. We just thank you because your word is living. Yes. It's the same as it was yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord. So if you said it, it happens and it's it's ours. We just have to reach our hands out and receive it, Lord. So we just thank you for the blessings that you have coming to them today, Lord. And the blessings that are coming tomorrow and the day after and the day after because they don't stop, Lord. As long as we purpose ourselves to keep pushing forward for you, Lord. And we just thank you for it. And Father, right now, I just declare in the name of Jesus, um, victory and a breakthrough in the minds of people. I just declare clarity, peace of mind, understanding. I thank you, Jesus, for it. I thank you, Lord, for knowledge. I thank you, Father, that we will no longer experience mental toiling, yes. but rather we will cast our cares on the Lord. And I just declare in the name of Jesus that there are, you know, I feel in the spirit that there are people watching that have toiled in their mind. And in Jesus' name, let the spirit of God visit those people now and let the spirit of God break barriers and bondages that have held people back. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your victory. And we yeah, thank, thank you for you. an overwhelming week filled with you and your love in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Father, right now, we just declare favor be in Jesus' name.
Every mindset that has held people back, every toiling mindset in the name of Jesus be broken now by your anointing, Lord. Lord, by your authority and your anointing, Lord, let every uh, toiling mindset be broken and released. Loose your grip now in the name of Jesus. By his blood, let it be. Father, right now, let us pick up the mindset and have a mind renewed to the fullness of God's overflow in our lives. Lord, let it be easy and light. Let it be favor-filled, Lord. Let it be the overflow of heaven. And Father, we just thank you for it. Lord, we receive it now. Just pray it with me. Just say, Father, Father I receive it now. I receive it no, now. Toil, no toil, but overflow. but overflow. It's your blessing that makes me rich. It's your blessing that makes me rich. You add no toil to it. And you add no toil to it. And I won't walk in toil from this day forward. And I won't walk in toil from this day forward. Jesus, you're my Lord. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the director of my life. You're the director of my life. What you say to do, I do. What you say to do, I do. And I believe you died for me. And I believe you died. You carried my sin. You carried my sin. My mess. My toil. My sickness. Everything that's not of you. Everything that's not of you. You carried it on the cross. You carried it on the cross. And you took it to the grave and, and buried it. And I believe God brought you back to life. And I believe God brought you back to life. And He raised you up. And He raised you up from the dead. From the dead. And when He raised you up, and when He raised you up, He raised me with Him. He raised me with And now, according to your word, and now according to your word, according to your promise, according to your promise, I am seated in heavenly places with Christ. I am seated in heavenly places with Christ. Jesus, I ask you to baptize me. Jesus, I ask you to baptize me. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. And I ask you to baptize me with fire. And I ask you to baptize me so that I can live this life. So that I can live this life according to your word. According to your word. In life. In life. In overflow. And no toil. And no toil. From this day forward. From this day forward. And I receive it. And I receive it now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey Brittany. Hello. Hey Brittany. Good to see you. Pastor Nicole said it. Quickly. Miss <laughs> <Quickly. laughs> Colleen, Miss Amy, I'm so glad. Miss Amy said, thank <laughs> you. I needed this today. And uh, we are so happy about it. That's why we're doing it. We want to give people that shot in the arm in the middle of the week and uh, raise you up to yeah. new favor and blessings. And that's what we want to do is get that uh, information and the content out there. And we just praise God for you. Thank you for joining us. Listen, if, if it helped you, you know it'll help somebody else. Share it. Uh, we want to see everybody sharing it right now and uh, let it get to them. And uh, we, uh, we'll just talk to you a little bit later. We hope you have a great, great week. If you've got any questions, let us know. And uh, we just pray for the blessings of God to be made manifest. Amen. Not Amen. just for us to talk about it all the time, for it yeah. to be theory. But Lord, let it manifest. Let it be things that they see yeah. and touch and manifest the blessings in their lives. Like it says in First uh, John chapter 1, Amen. verse 1 through 4. Let them see and touch and let the things of God manifest. The blessings manifest in their life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> That's our Nigerian amen. I call him to, I like it. I do too. Amen. So, get to put the power in and <laughs> do it. Amen. <laughs> we, uh, we were ministering with some Nigerian <laughs> pastors, and it was awesome. 
Huh? I told him he sounded like Nacho Libre. <laughs> Nacho Libre. Nacho! Sometimes when you wear a mask, <laughs> you wear stretchy pants. It's more fun. Nobody wears stretchy pants. <laughs> Pastor will yell something at you. <laughs> Y'all just keep going. This is good. <laughs> These are the Lord's cheeps. <laughs> I had some of those last night. I have some left. I found you a do can. have the Lord's chips. I had some left. I Pastor found the whole can I didn't know I had. You told me you were going to bring me a, a one so the I could try it. The Lord's chips. I still haven't tried the Lord's Every, chips. I have it set aside mm. so you can try it. I didn't go to the Philippines. Hmm. You can, mm, did These you bring chips, me any back? They so only sell them in the Philippines. Paul and Barrett. Obviously the favor is toward Paul. She didn't get the Lord's chips. I've got a can sitting in my cabinet. I got one too. I shared, I shared told my, me I could have some. Well, see, if you would have came to our life group last week, you could have got some of the Lord's I'm chips. I'm coming this week, and I'm bringing a guest. So where you at? Well, then I'll let the guest try the Lord's chips. <laughs> There's not a favor. <laughs> Who's going to win the challenge? That's me? what I want to. I'm oh. pretty sure. Wait, what's that say? <laughs> Just in breaking news. <laughs> oh, Paul's the man. Just saying. That's it's great. Has down. Paul won anyone to Jesus today? I have. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole said sharing is caring. <laughs> Ms. I Colleen said, I feel so much better. I really needed this today. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Praise God. God is real. And uh, we, we just celebrate with you. That is an awesome thing. Amen. <laughs> Stretchy pants are the devil. <laughs> Agreed. Devil, devil, devil. The devil. <laughs> Paul Rachel, really is like my big brother. Rachel said, Barrett, Barrett, Barrett. That's awesome. I'm going to make you a t-shirt, Rachel. Hmm. Team Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that You goes. rendered him speechless is what it is. No, it <laughs> the just, anointing has taken away his words. I was told that if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Who said that? My mama. <laughs> Where'd she get it? He got it from I his bet mama. Nicole will know. She'll know where it came from. <laughs> I don't will you know. go get it? Say bye and bye. Get, go get the video ready. Have a good week. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> Rachel said she will rock the Team Barrett show. Hey, look, she left and like 20 people just jumped on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Barrett's face right now. There she goes. She almost walked in front of the camera. <laughs> Short people problems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it's over my head. It's uh, <laughs> see, Nicole said, Thumper's mama. Thumper. I never cared for Bambi. We normally, I'd like to go shoot Bambi. The fact that you knew who Thumper was shows a little well, bit of something. Though. Everybody knew who Thumper was. He was the <laughs> main one. He but you were pretty quick on it. He didn't die. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for being here today, and we just praise God for you. We'll see you next week, and uh, look out for more stuff coming. Bye bye. <laughs> hmm.